Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, as well as creator and founder of Just Alive TV and the Women's Supporting Women Can Network. Today's sponsor is, of course, the Phoenix Identity. They're offering you their Empowered Warrior Women Challenge. It's a free five-day challenge where you're going to learn the five ways that you're giving away your power and how you can start taking that power back now and feeling in control, making decisions, just feeling good about your life where it is, which is part of one of the things we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about what to do when you're doing everything and it feels like you're getting nowhere. That is something that is absolutely needed in this world today. And to do that with me is my guest speaker, Kate McCauley. So Kate, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. I am uh, very excited to be here and chat with you. We had a great talk right before we came on. I feel like we're very similar in many ways. So I'm excited to chat. I have a long path that brought me to where I am today, as we all do, of course, but I am CEO, founder of my company, Danu. It is a wellness company. I do one-to-one coaching, group coaching. I facilitate workshops and I am a speaker. So I do a lot of different things. Prior to this, I was an educator in the public school system and here in the United States for 20 years. So I think Every step of the way was bringing me to where I was, am supposed to be right now. Although if I would have, you know, gone back three years from now, there's no way I would have even imagined that I am where I am today. So um, that's that's, that's the short version. (laughs) Isn't that how, that's always how it seems to be though. And I think that goes hand in hand with what we're talking about today is I've done so many things in, in my lifetime and all of them have prepared me for now. They all, and they continue to prepare you, right? Everything that you experience, everything that you go through is secretly, well, secretly to most people, but secretly preparing you for that next step, that next stage. It might not feel like it in the moment, and trust me, it doesn't, yeah. but it, it does get you there, right? It, it kind of helps your awareness. It helps your confidence and, and your clarity, right? And to get right into that, um, clarity. We, I, I know from my own experience, having six businesses wasn't about not knowing what I wanted to do. It was about wanting to do so many different things. And the thing was, is that when I first started, it was, oh, I'm psychic, right? And that was how it all started was, oh, I'm psychic. I'm a medium. I'm going to build on this because it's really empowering. I love helping people and I want to share that gift. And so I started with that gift and then it transferred into crystal jewelry (laughs) and then it transferred into heat therapy bags. Um, And then it transferred into, to really into coaching, right. And the spiritual teaching, the coaching, the empowerment, all of that. And the reason it, it wasn't a lack of clarity. It was, I had to go through all of those steps. I had to gain that knowledge that each of them brought me but I don't want to let them go because they still have massive passion um, or provide me with, with immense passion. Right. Um, So for anybody watching or catching the replay, that's really what we're talking about is, you know, trying to do so many different things and not feeling like you're actually getting anywhere and you are. And, and I can't stress that enough. You are, it's, you're working towards something bigger, something better Mm-hmm. that we're all striving for. And that's kind of what these bumps. Absolutely. 
I mean, I, when I hear you speak about it, it reminds me that, you know, one thing leads to another, the creative juices are flowing. Oh, I could do this. I could do that. And it's almost like if you don't put it out into the world, you're, you're being selfish in some ways you're doing a disservice. You know, I'm working with someone now who said to me, I'm so glad that you're doing this so you can help me. And I, you know, I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, I'm lucky that I was on the path I was on, even though during that time, you know, when I was a virtual teacher, I didn't choose to be the pandemic said, guess what? Here's what you're doing now. And everyone, every teacher was involved in that roller coaster, but jumping on a call with you and with clients. And as a, I can speak globally and I do now it's just, that's fine. I do this all the time, you know, and some other people are like, I'm still getting the hang of it. I'm like, no big deal. And at the time I was like, I cannot believe that I have to teach via zoom and Google meet and all these things, you know, how am I going to do this building the plane as I was flying it really, but you're so right. Every single step of my journey has led me to where I am supposed to be. And I'm incredibly grateful. And I totally get what you're saying, you know, that it led to this and it led to this because everywhere I go, I now see things as that entrepreneur woman. And I think I could do something here or I could, you know, oh, why aren't we doing this? You know, so I know that my future has a lot, you know, and it's exciting, scary. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm open to seeing what will happen. And I'm grateful that I get to chat with people like you who understand that, because I don't think that I really had those people in my world before. And now I have aligned myself with people who, you know, are, are, are jumping in. Oh, absolutely. I want to say even a year or two ago, I would try to talk to my friends about, you know, my business or what's, what makes me passionate and on fire. Right. And it just, I love to help and I love to teach. So it was, I would get these funny looks, right? Like people who've known me for 15, 20 years, if not longer. And they're like, what? (laughs) Like, I know. I understand that. Like, no. And I'm just like, and then now I went to a pool party the other day with my, with my girls and as my husband's laid up in the house and gang the swimming. So yeah. I took the girls and um, it's my first time really there. And it's, it's like their friends, right? Like my, my daughter has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> like my, my eight-year-old has a boyfriend, which is it, it's okay. adorable. absolutely adorable. Aww. Um, they know they're not allowed to date yet. They've had discussions about it. They're like, no, we're not allowed to date until we're teens and we're going to get married. And I'm just like, okay, we're good. Right? Um, so super adorable. So we went there and I met these ladies there and, you know, it was just really great because it was people that I didn't know. I had a friend tell me at one point that, why do you tell everybody what you're, what you do? Like, you're not successful yet. Why are you telling everybody what you do? And I'm like, that one really threw me for a loop. Yeah. That that hurt. Right. And it was, it was somebody that Mm -hmm. I've known for a very long time and it really hurt. And I had to distance myself from, from that person for a little while, just to kind of process that, that entire conversation. And now like I go here and I talk to these people about what I do. Cause when I tell people I have a talk show, they're like, whoa, like what did you just say and I'm like yeah I have my own talk show I started my own talk show and by the end of the night they're like I really like you like you have such amazing ideas and concepts and I'm just like yay right like 
it's empowering yes. to find those people. So I totally yeah. agree finding the people, one who need to hear what you have to say, right? If mm-hmm. I wait until I'm successful, I'm not going to be successful. Like my version of success is whatever. But if I wait to talk about it, then nobody's right. going to hear it. Exactly. Exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. And I, when I first left my teaching career, even leaving my teaching career happened very abruptly. It's a long story. But when I first left, I would say, you know, well, people were shocked because if you're a teacher for 20 years, like, are you kidding that you're going to leave? Like, oh, it's not your purpose. A lot of, you know, that comment, a friend of yours said, I had some interesting comments and, you know, I just took them in stride and tried to say, you know, well, this is my purpose now. And there was a lot of strange looks and probably some people who are still whispering in the background as I'm sharing things, but that's okay because they're watching. And I think that it's important I was a teacher and now, you know, I say I'm an educator. I use my skills differently here and I'm founder and CEO. And it's interesting how, you know, a year ago and definitely two years ago where I was almost afraid, not almost, I was afraid to say, you know, this is my journey because of the fear of what other people would think. And once I let go of that, it has been transformational for myself because you know I put it out there and like you said when I meet new people and say it it's it's just who I am now and the people who I've known for a long time most of them when I have reached out you know I have a love list where I say to people if you could you know just put my name out there if you hear an opportunity come up for a speaking engagement workshop please definitely you know let them know I always always have received you know like, congratulations. Yes, of course, we will say this when I was worried initially, even to say it to some people. So, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad that I've stepped into it wholeheartedly because like you said, you know, those who need me now know where to find me. (laughs) So exactly. Um, quick side note, you have the, the, silver nail, don't you? I do. I think I noticed it the beginning and (laughs) <laughs> I went with yellow this time. Typically, I'm going to be honest. If my nail tech happens to see this, she's going to be like, don't you lie on there. I am always black nails and occasionally throw the silver on because typically I wear most things that go with black and she's always like, change it up. So a lot of what I do is, you know, finding your happiness, which is not sunshine and rainbows all the time. It's not a magic pill, but yellow is happiness, you know? So she's like, she talked me into it this past week. So yes, we are silver nail sisters. <laughs> when normally I go black, white, like a very dark purple or blue. Like I go with my favorite okay. kind of four, right? Or gray and right. And I, my husband, so like I said, my husband had to have surgery on his ankle. Um, so he got a purple cast. And so I actually, my nails perfectly match his cast. There, there like you the go. Color. So, and of course my favorite color is purple. So purple and blue. Um, nice. Same with this. So it worked out. It worked out well, but I thought I saw it and I'm like, Ooh, yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> <Too funny>. Um, <laughs> With, so I getting back to our topic, um, which is fine. We segue. If you're watching or catching the replay, we segue all the time. This is a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a talk show. Um, 
trying to do all those things, like I, a lot of it, when you feel like you're getting nowhere and, and that's part of the title, right? You're, you're doing so many different things. You're trying to do all the things, but it feels like you're not gaining any traction. You're not getting anywhere, right? You're not getting recognized. So specifically, you know, not even specifically for entrepreneurs and CEOs, but if you feel like you're not getting recognized, you're not getting any traction, you're not getting where you want to go. It's okay. I'm sitting here right now. I have this is a quarter of my, my courses and programs, right? And I have an entire filing cabinet filled with them and I'm putting them all into course format. Mm -hmm. And while I'm doing that, I, I did a post, I think it was yesterday I shared a post and now I'm going to go look to see since I have my Facebook open. Um, I did a post, I believe it was yesterday. Yeah. So yesterday. And it was um, the Soul Sisters Memorial Foundation. And they said, toxic positivity and genuine optimism, right? And so I'm looking at this and I'm reading it and it came up as like a, a suggested for you. And so I'm reading it and I'm like, this is what I've been talking about for the last six years, right? And we're right. getting into toxic positivity for a minute, okay? Um, mm -hmm. When the positivity movement first came out, I started coaching. And I called myself a positivity coach. And the reason I did that was because I help people take the negativity and change it into positive growth, right? Sure. Doesn't mean we remove the negativity. Obviously it happened, but we change how we look at it, right? And so mm -hmm. I'm reading this and I got ridiculed. I got rejected. I got pushed aside. I got so many issues um, while you know, embracing my passion and my purpose that I stopped talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I see this post and I posted it and I'm like, that, like, I've been saying this for years. Right. And I literally, I put, this is what I've been talking about. Right. And yeah. So even if you don't feel like you're getting there, you're seeing that traction or you're getting that recognition, know that it's still there, right? Like you're still, this is something I'm an expert in, right? So it's now sure. that people are actually willing to listen to the fact that toxic positivity exists, right? Now it's my time. Now it's right. Now I can start talking about it even more and just being like, I should have never listened, but right. I'm ready now, right? Like I'm, I'm ready now. And that's, I think one of the things we don't realize is that when you're trying to do all the things to get to a certain outcome, sometimes you're not ready yet and you don't yeah. even know it. I don't know how many times I've experienced that throughout my lifetime, my husband and I, so I wrote a book and I'm not promoting the book. It is called on my way to us. If anybody wants to read it, it's on Kindle. Um, I wrote the book on my way to us. And what I wrote about it was that every single one of my relationships all prepared me for him. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? And it was interesting because at the very beginning of the book, I detail out that my husband and I almost met and we can go back all the way to, I was in grade six. Um, so he yeah. would have been in grade eight and we almost met at that point. We were in the same place at the same time. And we can do that probably about 15 times before we actually, okay. met. and we were set up on a Crazy. blind date. 
Oh, that's crazy. But I had seen him before. I remembered seeing him before. Um, and it was just all of these different things, right? And But if we had met back then, I wouldn't have my son. He wouldn't have his son. Right. We wouldn't have learned the lessons we were meant to learn at that time. And we wouldn't be the, the partners we are today. So every time you think you're not getting that traction, know that you actually are. You're just, you just don't realize it yet because you're not seeing the clarity. Um, right. And the clarity comes a little bit later on. The other thing I wanted to mention was the emotions behind that. Yeah. Right? That's Absolutely. It is. It is. It's big. I, and you know, you're right. I tell people I work with and whether it's relationships or if you're, you know, trying to lose weight or whatever it is, it's very hard when you have a goal to see those steps along the way and realize that you're on the right path because everybody wants it right away. You know, the, um, I would be willing to bet that there was a time period when you were saying like, I need to find the guy who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, you know, and for me, I need to find something where I'm happy and I can do this with my kids and still work and feel fulfilled. And, you know, as you're going, we just like my, a client I'm working with, I tell her, we have to go back to that achievement journal and write this down because those little baby steps, you don't realize those are big steps taking you to your goal, even though you can't see it yet, you know, or you can't see that end product. And although I do like to say, you know, we're always evolving and things, you know, are changing. I, I don't think it's like a prize at the end, you know, necessarily, but when you're on your journey, there are small little steps that you take that when other people are watching, they're like, wow, that's a huge step. I can't even believe you're doing this, 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 and this, or I, I can't believe that, you know, you went out on this blind date or whatever it was when to you, it's like, well, I'm not there yet, you know, and it's, it feels scary and frustrated and the imposter syndrome, you know, can sneak in. Am I, can I even reach this goal, whatever the goal is? And the answer is yes, that your mindset has to put you there. You need accountability to keep you going because it is very easy to, you know, go back to the old habits and the like negative self-talk creep in and you start to believe it. So I think that, you know, that I, there's a country song when you were talking about your book and I cannot think of the name of it, but I hear it on the, it's going to come on the radio or my, you know, reticular activating system will give it to me at 1am tonight, but it's, it's basically your book, the concept, you know, that all of the, you know, of the maybes or something. I cannot believe I can't think of it because I, I sing along sometimes to it, but it's basically about all of the maybes in a relationship. You know, my mom really loved her, this kind of thing, but then it led me to you where I'm supposed to be. I joke my, actually today's our anniversary, my husband and I, and I joke with people and say, I kissed a lot of frogs before I met my prince because I met a lot of interesting guys that I was in relationships, went on dates, different things. And, you know, I think back, I'm like, oh my God, like, why would I even hang out with that person? And it, me, I needed to see what I didn't want to find, you know, this relationship that I'm in now. Well, congratulations on your anniversary. Thank you. 13 years. Thank you. Wow. How long? 13 Ooh, today. Wow. We just, that's, in, we just celebrated our 13th in March. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So that's, yeah. See, 13, one of my favorite numbers. Yeah. Yep. And it's shaping up to be a great year.
um other than awesome. of course his ankle but i think that's a blessing in disguise that he needed but um there again because i can see that <laughs> yes easy looking you know like i said people yeah. outside looking in are like wow girl and i'm like oh, sometimes you know so i think that comes down to the mindset that we're always and and i said this this weekend is we're always rushing towards the goal what really is interesting is we, the only goal we truly have is like the, the end game. The only true end game we have is death. That's literally mm-hmm. the only true end game, right? right? Like we're, we're all kind of like racing to that end game and it's like, who can get there the fastest? And, you know, if we didn't have, uh, one of our viewers, Anna, uh, congratulations, Anna, they're, uh, 13 years this month as well. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Um, I, you know what, out of everything that I did, and and even, even in the book, right, and even in that song, it's, okay, yeah, those relationships weren't great, they ended, right, obviously Mm -hmm. they weren't great, but at the same time, they were good, right, like, I wouldn't have been in them in the first place if there wasn't the attraction, if there wasn't that, that happy feeling, they were good, right, yeah. So it's, you gain, you gain from every interaction, exactly. every, every relationship, you know, like I tell people all the time when I get to chat with people like you every single time, you know, I'll think, what are we going to talk about today? And I review it, you know, so I'm prepared. That's just my personality. And every single time the conversation goes in different directions and flows amazingly. And I always leave the conversation thinking, wow, you know, that is amazing that she did this or he does that. And I gain, you know, just like every relationship that I'm in, you know, I doubt any of them will ever see me online. Some of them might block me. I don't know who cares, but I gained from those, you know, I learned from them. They made me who I am today. You know, there's certain things that I do that probably no other people even know that I did it because of a past relationship. Like it's just a thing I do now, you know? So it's like, yeah, you gain from every single one. And I am grateful for the good, bad, and the ugly always in all of my life. Uh, Sometimes I don't know that when I'm in it, of course, you know, I I would say that, you know, about a lot of things, but, you know, looking back, I can say, I'm so grateful for this, that, and the other, because it does make you who you are. In the moment we're emotional, right? In the moment of it all, we're emotional. We're still holding on to those emotions. When I said a lot of it comes down to a lack of clarity, it's we're so emotionally invested in the outcome. We're so emotionally invested on what just happened or what we've done or, you know, and I want to challenge everybody. Think about your successes and success can mean anything. If you want to learn about success, we did an episode on that already. But when it comes to success, it's whatever you feel it is, right? Success Mm -hmm. is overcoming an obstacle. It's you know, getting yourself out of a hole. It's, you know, taking the first step, whatever that looks like. It doesn't have to be huge. doesn't have to be small. can be anything. Now, when we're, when we're doing everything and we feel like we're not moving, right? Mm-hmm. We're actually moving. It's just maybe not at the rate that we want to, right? Now, if you think about it, and this is the challenge, if you, if you set a goal for yourself, right? Whatever it may be, you set a goal for yourself and tomorrow you achieved the goal, right? Let's say, okay, Melissa, I want to lose 20 pounds and miraculously tomorrow I lose 20 pounds, but I've done that. That would be crazy. (laughs) 
it'd be awesome. Right. But what I actually value it mm. right now, probably if, not. if I decided, oh, hey, I'm going to cut out my Pepsi. I'm going to actually be active. I'm going to, you know, do what I need to do to actually lose the weight. I'm going to, it's going to suck. The whole process is going to suck. Right. And I'm not going to deny that it would absolutely suck. Right. Sure. But at the same time, by the end of it, I quit smoking for about two years, uh, many years ago, I quit smoking for about two years and I quit cold Turkey. And one of the strongest ways that I quit was I would go out with everybody else. I would sit with everybody else who smoked. They would ask me, Hey, Melissa, don't you have any smokes? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm quitting. And they're like, are you sure? Do you want one? And I'd be like, no, I'm good. And the power I felt of being able to say no, of overcoming and of standing in my own strength, that meant more to me than if I had been hypnotized and just quit. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you put the hard work in. Because you put the work in. Because you overcame the struggle. Because you know that everything that you did helped you get to where you are. Yep. Right. So if we look at everything that we do to get where we're going, even if we're not making the progress that we want to be making, we're still making progress. Absolutely. And we're going to see that after. Absolutely. It's you reflect and look back and say, Oh my God, you know, I can't, I cannot believe all of that, that I just did. And I know me personally, that's what helps me continue. Whatever the goal is, if I'm, you know, trying to be healthy, drink water, you know, build my business, whatever it is, there's days where I, I am just, you know, what the hell am I doing? I, I, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is ridiculous. Like who the heck drinks all this water? Like I'm constantly paying or like, I can't like possibly put myself out there more like with business stuff. And then, you know, I have the pity party for myself, the imposter syndrome. And then I start to do the habits that I always do. I got to keep going, keep going. And then I, when I finally reflect and look back, it is pretty amazing, you know, to say, oh, wow, look, look at all of those things. And, you know, like the cigarette example, you know, that I am able to say, like, nope, this is not, this is not what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing, you know, and it takes, you know, there's sabotagers in your life. There's so many factors that come into play that beyond even just your own negative self-talk that you have to, you know, hold on to that power. And I always like to say to anyone, myself, people I work with, that the why is so huge. And if you can go back and grab onto it and realize why did you want to get, you know, whatever this goal is that you're working towards, when it gets tough, because it's going to be tough. You know, like you said, if I lost 20 pounds overnight, like, okay, great. Like, that's amazing. But chances are, you know, that's not going to happen. You know, people say to me, well, oh, you can become multi, you know, whatever, six figures, this, that, and the other in 30 days. And I'm like, I I don't know if I believe you. There's a red flag going off there because I'm doing a lot of work here. It's not instant success. Maybe somebody is lucky like that. But I think in most things that you want and are worth having, you have to work at it. It takes work. You know, when I talk with people, they, a lot of people, and it's because of our society and some other things, they want that instant gratification. And, you know, they they see some things in social media and they hear 
maybe things that they are making up their own story, the shoulds and the supposed tos, or maybe some people are saying some things to them, but you know, go back to that why, hold on to it. And then your little achievements, like you saying, nope, I don't, I'm not smoking. I'm nope, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. You know, those are baby steps to the big goal. And it's not typically an instant gratification type thing. And when you feel like you're closer or meet that goal, it's much more rewarding. And then you have built habits like you saying those simple words, or this is what I do now, it becomes a habit. You literally retrain your brain and you just start showing up as that new woman. Um, I don't know how many times I've, the thought of quitting, um, I'm, I'm a smoker again. I'm not talking about smoking, but um, okay. the amount yeah. of times that I've thought of quitting business, right? And I now have six businesses in I've so two of those businesses, three, sorry, three of my businesses I've had for six years and have mm-hmm. they been massively successful? No. Have I off and on kind of fluttered? Yeah. But how many times have I considered quitting? How many times has it come up? Like, why are you still putting money into this? Why are you still doing that? Why, 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 why are you still doing this? And I have to sit back and, you know, I could have quit. Absolutely. I could have quit. And relationships, friendships, um, being a mother for F sake, I'm sorry, but sometimes (laughs) you're just like, why did I have children? But, um, (laughs) you know, everything we do, there's, there's place where I've thought, you know, like, oh, like, why am I still doing this? Like, why am I still doing this to myself? And then Every time I've thought of business specifically, every time I've thought of quitting, it's been like, no, my message is too important to stop. My being, mm-hmm. me being my own boss, me, me sharing my message and my word, me changing right. the lives of, of the people that I connect with, that's more important to me. My why was way more important than any struggle I faced. And I would excuse me, in the last year, I created three more businesses because awesome things popped up, right? Not new as in not a focus. Um, like I didn't just, you know, I've always thought of business mentoring, not in like a, I didn't want to be your typical business coach. I didn't want to just focus mm-hmm. on making money. Something came up and I'm like, that's perfect for what I do perfect yeah. for what I do. Right. And it's like, Kate, I'm going to create another business specific to that. Right. Exactly. Each of my business highlights my focus, my passion, what I'm good at. And they all kind of do similar things, but the focal right. point of them is different. Right. The show I, for majority of my life, I couldn't stand being the center of attention. I don't like photos. I don't like videos. I still don't. Um, I, I don't like hearing myself talk, which is why I never edit the videos. They go live. And <laughs> <are now>. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I started taking pictures and I started doing TikToks and I started the show. And it's like for somebody who's so uncomfortable being on camera, I knew my strengths and I knew that the show was perfect for me, regardless you of, you know, being stage fright and not liking being the center of attention. I started a talk show. And from that, I started the Women Sporting Women Can Network, right? Because it was just everything kind of just came together finally, where it's like, oh, this is this is where I'm supposed to be. 
and yeah going that route right I gotta tell you I think that you're showing up you know as your true self and this is where you I would have never guessed that you feel uncomfortable or you know that that was not something you saw yourself doing because I think it seems very natural for you and you know you seem very much alive and passionate about you know just chatting and that kind of thing and that's that's great so I keep I hope that you always go back to that why you know, because that's important. It's happened to me the same thing. And, and I'm only two years into, I actually have another business, um, which is inactive. And I started that, oh gosh, I was probably 25. I'm, I'm 44 now. So I, you know, that was, you know, aligned. It was related to teaching. I was doing summer camps and those types. of your businesses. And I know now is this current business. The last one, if I'm being honest, was more like a side hustle. Let me just do something here in the summertime. And now if someone, you know, I have a business coach and if she says to me or someone, there's no plan B, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And I, and it's, it's weird. I, I prayed so hard to get out of the situation that I was in, although I was a phenomenal educator. I really was. It was just a toxic work environment and lots of issues, but I am not going back to something that I wanted so desperately to get away from. And I see the ripple effects of me making that decision, even though you know, someone sent me a message today, a teacher friend of mine, and I love seeing his name pop up in my messages. And I was a little surprised because we don't chat normally. And he was venting about some things. And he said to me, I wish I had your courage. And, you know, if he had sent that to me two weeks ago, I would be like, huh, no, no, you don't. Because I was having one of those days where I was like overwhelmed. What am I doing? You know, but today I'm in the zone, you know? And then when I got that, it was a reminder and he was talking about some things happening within the building we worked in. And, you know, I could feel his frustration through his words and the message. And, and I used to be him. And now I, the, you know, just those feelings and I'm not that person anymore. I'm a totally different person, you know, and I'm not going back. I'm not going back to that. And that's my why, you know, I grab onto that. And I think sometimes we have to, like you said, reflect on we're emotional in the moment. But don't forget those emotions when you're moving to the goal, because those emotions are what caused you to say, I want to do something different. I want to make a change. I want, you know, what can I do? So I'm not feeling like this anymore. Well, so and that's it's ironic why, that came today. Yep. That's why I say like my husband breaking his ankle was a blessing in disguise, right? Because mm-hmm. he, my husband has, has a work ethic work ethic like no other and he's passed it on to our children our sons particularly and I see him and he comes home from work and he's tired and he's flustered and then he gets Mm -hmm. like a week off or a few days off and he's like I need a I need a vacation I need a vacation I need a vacation and then he gets the vacation and he's good goes by way too quickly and then he's back at work and it's like and then yeah and then it starts all over again and I'm like, now he, now he's at home for the next month, at least. And right. I'm like, I'm excited to see what happens when he goes back. Right. Like I keep telling him this yeah. is the time to reflect, like start, start thinking. Right. 
but I can't wait right. to see what happens when he goes back. Right. Like, after having a few weeks at home, like, yeah. like vacation, not that he yeah. can do much, but still vacation from sure. home. Like, yeah. go back. Time away. How are you, how are you going to be when you go back? Are you going to be happy? Are you going to? Now, like, does he love his job? Does he like he his does. job? Yeah. So he does like no, no okay. question about that. Right. Um, yeah. I, so he'll be rejuvenated probably. I see a different purpose for him though. And it's okay. Right. Like you've got me, right. And you multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Right. So it's like, I see people yeah. and they're like, Oh, I really don't like this. And I'm like, mm, I'm thinking you're <laughs> probably not wanting to stay in that job. Right. And it's like, I'm, yeah. always, I'm not always telling people to be entrepreneurs, but if I see something in them, that shows me that they have the capabilities, that they have the knowledge, the tools to become an entrepreneur and their own boss. It's like, I kind of want to give that little nudge, right? It's just like, I feel like, yeah, yeah. Right. And it's like, oh, you don't have to start your own business, but have you ever thought about it? Right. And I'm not saying like, um, I have a girlfriend who would be perfect running and owning her own bookkeeping business, right? Because that's what she does and she loves it. Um, my husband has the capability to be a an insane business analyst. He could potentially go into any company that's not um, doing well, learn their mm-hmm. procedures and turn the entire company around. Right. He has that knowledge and know-how. Um, but at the same time, like he's the type of person, if we never had to worry about money, if, you know, I could retire him, he would probably drive up and down throughout the city and just help people. That's, that's the type of person he is, right? He just, he just wants to help people. And yeah. it's like, okay, how can we kind of combine all of that? <laughs> right. Together? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I'll have to check in with you and see how it goes after he's back to work. Because I think time away can be very reflective. I mean, I'm telling you, that's the reason why, I mean, the reason why I left was a lot of toxic things. And then when I was in virtual learning, I was basically forced into it because the district had made some decisions and then last minute said, never mind, you're all coming back. I had made decisions for my children and my youngest, who is 12, he has some very unique educational needs. And during the time of this virtual learning situation, I was his one-to-one in addition to teaching my students. And I just wasn't going to do that. I, you know, I was miserable at this job. My eye would twitch. I had nightmares. I was taking on the stress of other educators. You know, when they were mistreated by administration, by students, I was like in there yelling about a situation down the hall from me, you know? So I'm like, how could you let this? I was trying to be the strength from everyone else. And, you know, being away, from all of that. Although I was working incredibly hard, because I had no idea what I was doing as a virtual teacher. You know, I was doing it well, but making it up as I was going, which is stressful in itself. Um, But if I hadn't been away from that toxic work environment, from those people who were constantly in the gymnasium where I was teaching in, in the hallways, at lunch duty, those, I, I, when I was away from that, it was a totally different thing. You know, I was I wasn't feeling the same stress that I was feeling when I was in the building. And I'll be honest, you know, maybe they'll see this at some point. I can't get in trouble now. I've turned the keys in a long time ago now. Um, Even though it wasn't that long, it feels so long. I went in 
on a Friday evening in the spring with my husband. And I said, I'm backing all of this up. There's some other choice words that I won't use on your show, but I said, I'm packing all of this up. I'm not coming back here. And I think it frightened him a little bit because he's like, oh, he wanted me to leave five years prior, but he was like, oh, oh, she, it was like one of those moments where, you know, you're like, put it all in the box. I'm taking it all home. And I remember looking around my office and thinking, I will never be back in here, you know, and I didn't. I didn't go back and I, I had thought that I would finish till June, but it ended up being April because of all of those crazy situations. And I think they thought I was bluffing, you know, but because I was away from that situation, that's why I was able to confidently say, no, I'm not going back to that again. You know, and I think they were taken back. Like you're kidding. Right. I'm like, <laughs> so well, you'll have to let me know. I'm curious how his time away, what it does for him. I will for sure. It's, it's, it's funny. I think they've been uh, asking whether he's coming back or not. <laughs> so, right. I'm just like, oh, I'm not the only one who senses it. <laughs> right. But it's people it's, fear that now. Right. <laughs> yeah, they do. And, and that's, yeah. and everything else. Right. And no matter what job position my husband's taken and he's taken many over the years, he excels yeah. at every right. career he's been in. He excels and he is valuable and his work ethic, any, any company that's ever lost him has been devastated by that loss. Sure. Right. And so it's like, I can see where they're coming from, but at the same time, I'm like, I want to retire my husband. Right. And I know most of us coaches or, or CEOs or entrepreneurs, that's kind of the goal. Uh, my husband, I, I have no doubt sure. that anybody else's does as well. My husband deserves it. Right. And that's, yeah. that's my goal. It's, I see how hard he's worked, how he has supported my business. Girl, we, we are like, we, I know we don't know each other well, but we're very similar, you know, because I feel those same feelings. Honestly, I would not be the founder and CEO and do what I'm doing every day. If it was not for that man, who's actually getting a shower right now after a long day of work. And I feel you, I, I want to be successful for my family for freedom, because I'm not going back to a toxic situation because I know I can help people, but honestly, because he has worked so hard and supported us. And even during my journey through that toxic work environment where I, he was like, leave, just leave. And I kept going back and going back. I'm like, Oh, he had to deal with all of all of that that I brought home every night. And looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe I was that woman for so long that I brought that poison into our house. Into you know, I would drive him in silence to try to bring it down. But I definitely hope that within the next couple of years, I can say, live the good life, Dan, because you helped me get to where I am. And you know, so we're very, very similar, very similar in that way. And I'm not going to lie. I want my million dollar home. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah, I want a beach house too. Me too, girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to decide between the community aspect. Like, um, like I want like a community living where all of my children have their own place. And then okay. they're there and I can have like the outdoor pool and the indoor pool and the garden and just community location where everybody gets to do their thing, have their own space. Right. But all of my family is there. That's pretty cool. Right. I like that. Yeah. I want, I want my own little commune. Um, yeah. 
that's my goal. But you know, whether that's on a beach or I'll make my own beach, right? I've had, I, we have a man-made lake or, uh, here in Manitoba and we used to go okay. there all the time. So okay. I was making my own. Um, but yeah, we, there you go. <laughs> for, for anybody watching. So of course, you know, getting back to the, what do we do right? When, when you're feeling like you're getting nowhere, but you're doing all of the things, the more things you're trying to do, and I'm not saying don't try them, but the more things you try to do, the more that you put on your plate, the less clarity you're going to have because you're just piling on more emotional, you're piling on more overwhelm, you're piling on more stress. <clears throat> I always suggest, number one, let yourself feel what you're feeling. If you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if any emotion that you're feeling, let yourself feel it for a moment. Think about what it means do something or, or, you know, to release that emotion, you're not letting it go. You're not ignoring it. You're releasing it and saying, I've acknowledged you. Now I'm going to do something so that you can move and I can start to think. And when you get to that point, start Mm -hmm. to think about your why, just like Kate said, your why is going to be one of your most important aspects going forward, right? Understand that saying I'm going to be happy when does not work. That is a myth you need to find being happy on that journey. That journey is what's going to bring you more joy when you reach that goal than anything else. Because again, when you find, when you reach that goal and you realize the strength it took to overcome all of the obstacles before you got there, to continue going on that journey to that goal and everything that you did, it's more powerful. It builds more confidence, more strength, more value in yourself and what you've actually created. Now your why is going to be that driving force, the passion that drives that goal or that achievement, right? If you're stocking up knowledge, stock up the knowledge, right? If that's what you're called to do right now, do it, go on Udemy, you know, join Kate and I for our courses, whatever you want to do. Right. Stock up your learning because eventually something out of that, if you've worked with coaches and, and it hasn't worked or it hasn't helped, I've worked with many coaches and many mentors, not all of them have brought me a success. That isn't the point of getting a coach all the time. Sometimes like business coaches, especially, and I can say that because I'm a business mentor, sometimes your business coach or, or the person that you work with is going to show you what you don't want, right? They're going to teach you how to do it your way, not their way, because their way doesn't work for you. That's why I created My Biz Fits Me, because my biz fits me. (laughs) We're not meant to follow everybody else's path, right? Walk a mile in my shoes. Thank goodness. Right? Right? Right. Yeah. A unique journey is so important. I think that's hard for some people to realize. Because I talk with women, especially, you know, through my coaching programs and I, they all want to say, well, what did the lady do before the five people who are in your program, like during that first cycle you were talking about? And I'm like, I I can tell you what they did. And there's, you know, the mindset, the strategy, my accountability part, but your journey is your journey. And although they'll have some similarities, it is not going to be the same exact as someone else's. And I always say, thank goodness, because life would be incredibly boring 
if we were all on the same journey. And it's hard for people because, you know, they see these things or have these ideas of what it's supposed to be. And they think, well, you know, this is what the neighbor did or the lady down the street or the mama pick up at school, you know, and it's like, but yes, I, I hear you but you're doing this, 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 and this, and you're already doing this, this, and this, and this, that's going well, and you know, you're different. So I think it's so important, you know, like you said, a business coach, or if it was, you know, health coach, life coach, to realize that what works for you, what works for me, eh, we can mix it up in the middle there and find, you know, your perfect spot. And every one of my business focuses on that because I'm number one, I'm an identity coach, right? So everything that we do comes down to who we are, who we believe we are, who we want to be, our passions, our likes, our dislikes, all of that. Um, again, when I went to the pool party, she has a beautiful garden and oh my goodness, I'm jealous of her garden. It is gorgeous garden. Right. And I'm looking at her garden and I'm taking pictures because it's so beautiful and it's got, you know, half the flowers mm -hmm. that I like. And I'm sitting there and, and even thinking about that garden, because how many of us garden or or love beautiful gardens? Because who doesn't like beautiful right. flowers? Uh, right. If you don't, that's totally fine. No judgment. Um, I love them, but I can keep them alive. Yeah. So <laughs> what she created probably wouldn't work for you, right? And like I look at hers and she had an entire row of lilies, a row of peonies. She has roses everywhere. And I'm looking at them all and I'm like, these are gorgeous and I love it. But if I tried to recreate it exactly the same, it's not going to be mine, right? right? It's not yeah. going to give me the pleasure that it gives her. And your life is your garden. And I think mm. it is though, right? And and I, I haven't used yeah, that. I love that. Yet. And it is. Your life is your garden. You plant those seeds, right? You plant and you water and it has been scientifically yeah. proven that if you talk to a plant with positivity, with calm, grace, love, all of that, it, it thrives, right? And when you belittle it mm -hmm. and push it down, it's going to shrivel and die. And our identity is the same, right? I, my garden is not going to be the same. Like my mother-in-law, her garden is green. She loves green, right? So it's, she's got the you know, the hostas and the ferns and, mm -hmm. you know, the, the greenish ground cover in that. And I'm just right. like, I like color, right? I, I adore the color. And so right. for me, my garden looks different and that's okay. Mm -hmm. We do create yeah. our life just like we would a garden, right? If you like a garden, like I do, where it's all the soil and you've got plants interspersed throughout that soil, but you still see the soil. That's what mm -hmm. I like, right? I like <laughs> things kind of in order in the garden, right? Where I can still see right. it, still see the soil, grab whatever I need to grab. That's my kind of garden where there's other people who like a full garden where you can't see the soil at all. Right, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great analogy. You gotta start using that more often, actually. I think it's great. And it's, it's exactly, you know, the same with people. We can't be exactly, you know, the same as someone else's garden because, and you don't want to be because you should let, you know, like I'm thinking about front right now. I, I don't know where this obsession came with from, but I love, we have trees. My husband's much better actually with the outdoors gardens and the flowers and mulch and stuff. 
but I have always loved light coming up into things you know when if I'm at like there's um like a flower show here in Philadelphia and Longwood Gardens is another place here locally that is just so beautiful and they showcase things with light I, and I always love that up into a tree you know focusing on certain things and I've always said you know I, w- I want that here and he recently did it for me and like ran the lines underground and I'm telling you, I, I'm, of course, the taxi driving the kids everywhere. But when I come home in the evening and I see that light, it, it makes me happy. And I think a lot of people will say to me, like, you know, bright light or sunshine. I am always thinking that kind of feeling. And, you know, I, I think I surround myself with people who are providing light into the world. And, you know, they're keeping it real. That's how I am, you know, but they feel like sunshine. And when the days are, you know, not as bright, you know, they still can see the positivity, just like you're talking about with the broken ankle and the surgery. Um, but the same with the garden, I, you know, initially I'm like, Oh, I could never keep that alive. And now I'm like, you know, it's so gorgeous. I have some ideas and I got the idea, man, who can do it for me. And it's just, I love it. But somebody else on my street might be like, why does she have lights on all these trees and like on certain plants out front, you know, they're focused. And when he was doing it, I'm like, nope, we got to turn it like this, certain angles, you know, and to me, it highlights different things that are beautiful. And in the evening, then I can, I pull up, I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm at one of those places that is a much larger scale than my front yard, but you know, so it's unique, it's unique to me. And your garden is perfect for you. Yeah. So I'm going to show you her garden. Um, yeah, show me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'll be jealous probably. Because you're talking about light. Okay. So I took pictures of her garden. Okay. And at the nice. So okay. that's just, that's just, I a can white see garden, it. Right. And this is nighttime. Okay. This is probably like 10 o'clock at night, if not later. Okay. Yeah. So that's the blue light. Cool. And then it's okay. So she's Oh, okay. She's taking it to a whole new level. I love it. Yeah. So she's very has, cool. Like, she has like a strip of lights on top of her house and they shine down on the lilies That's really cool. at night. Very cool. And so it, it, it flutters from different, like first you'll have white, then you'll have oh, like a okay. blue and then um, all of these other colors. But once you get the white and then it goes blue and then it goes the white, uh, the black light. So everything okay. glows and it's just very cool. Yeah. So that when you started yeah. talking about the light, I was like, Oh, I have to show you, um, not my garden. Yeah. And I totally well, love it. Um, <laughs> right. Absolutely be proud of her garden, but, um, but it is cool. true, right? Our love lives. To tell her I love it too. I will. Um, are the people we, we have in our lives, the positions that we put ourselves in, right? We're watering those seeds. Mm-hmm. So one of my businesses, and I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm only going to do this for the example. One of my businesses is called the Butterfly Lotus Company. And the reason mm-hmm. I called it that was because the butterfly and the lotus are two of the most symbolic spiritual right. symbols in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but each of those two things go through the most horrific struggles to get right. to be those things. So yeah. the butterfly in the, in the chrysalis, 
when a butterfly goes through the transformation from the caterpillar to the butterfly, it's actually a very painful process. Hmm. And it has to like completely turn to goop and then recreate its entire essence, right? Like its entire outside shell. Um, And then you go with the lotus. You think about a lotus. So lotus is like grows in water, right? Mm -hmm. So you have a seed that grows at the bottom of a lake or a bottom of a river or whatever, right? It has to go through muddy, murky water, not only the ground, but muddy, murky water. It has to fight its way to the top. And then you've got fish and eels and whatever else that's swimming around in that water. Then it has to reach the top. And once it reaches the top, it has to get the sunlight yeah. in order to glow and bloom mm-hmm. or grow and bloom, mm-hmm. right? The amount of negativity or trauma right. that they have to go through to become two of the most beautiful representations of spirituality is yeah. insane. Yeah, I have a name for that, actually. It's very similar to the journey people I work with, my journey. I call it the messy middle. And it's, you know, it's messy. It's rough in there, the negativity. And you can do it. We can all do it. The answers are within us, you know, and the capabilities are within us. But it, it's not easy. You know, it, it's it's a journey. And it's, it's, it's worth it. It's, you know, something that you have to travel through and, like we said before, while you're in it, like, you know, it might be messy and murky and, you know, muddy in there. And, you know, you might have some issues, but pain, but it is really something that when you do travel it and you reflect back, you can say like, wow, look, look at all of that, that I have done. So it's pretty cool. I love the name. We like the name of the company. Is that your business coaching company? No. So that one is, so really quickly um identity coaching so that's okay identity gotcha so a phoenix identity because i take people through the journey of the phoenix we burn it all to the ground and then right we we get that job done the butterfly lotus company is my um spiritual teaching business as well as my readings okay um cool and then i have healing products which is the third business and that kind of goes falls under the butterfly lotus um, my business mentoring is my biz fits me. Uh, oh, okay. You did say that. That's right. Yeah. So gotcha. whether or not you're very cool. Name. In somebody's like, shoes, I'm, all, I'm all about the names. I love right? the names. Right? Yeah. You have I'm all have about the names. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, my two businesses are both named after goddesses and it's just something that, you know, people may say whatever they want to say, but I have always said, you know, I feel goddess-like in many ways, maybe because I am one, four kids, three boys and me, who knows. But, you know, when Nike allowed you to put stuff on shoes, I would put like goddess in the gym, you know, that kind of stuff. I would put little, they used to let you write stuff like on the laces or something, you know, so I named my first company Athena. And then my second company that I am in now running full-time is Danu. So two goddesses. And a lot of people are like, okay, you know, but to me, I connect with those things because I am very much into the meaning and like you're explaining with the, you know, butterfly and the Lotus. So very cool. Love the names. 
Absolutely. You have to, you have to get some of the names, right? Just like just a live TV. Everybody's like, what is that? Like, how do you even pronounce that? And I'm like, it's an acronym. Right. They said it's giving right. you something to talk about live TV, right? Yeah. And, and that was the purpose of it is giving people something to talk about. Right. Like today's topic. So um, is there anything else you'd like to add about what to do when you're trying to do everything and you feel like you're getting nowhere? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it, what we said, just focus on those baby goals, the baby steps along the way. Be very much aware of your achievement. You know, maybe you need to reflect every day, write it down in an achievement journal. And then, you know, be grateful for where you are now, even though it's tough sometimes to do that. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of what we talk, if you're catching it live, go back and watch this again, or if you're the replay, there's a lot of little nuggets in there that, uh, you know, we both were kind of thrown in conversation. I just think that the accountability piece to remind people you're on a journey, you know, if it's murky and muddy, as you were saying, or the messy middle that, you know, it's supposed to be like that, even though it kind of sucks. And you so, know what? Yeah. When you're emotional, you don't see right? That's the murky, muddy water, right. right? When you're emotional and you're in the midst of it, you don't see your way out. There is a way out. Yeah. You just got to calm those emotions so you can think logically and grab that clarity, right? Um, and I know that I'm sure that Kate, uh, I, I don't want to speak out of turn. I know that I offer clarity sessions as well. So if anybody wants that, um, I've linked mm -hmm. it in other videos you want one of those uh there is a fee but there's a discount for all of my just viewers but um you know even just to reach out and gain a little bit of clarity in the moment and you know try to say okay well where am i going and how is this working um we can help you with that so definitely look into that um thank you for joining me today kate i really appreciated it yeah thank you thank you for having me it was a great chat was all right just a family that has been your episode today again our sponsor phoenix identity um the empowered warrior women challenge it's a five-day challenge where you're going to learn the five ways that you're giving away your power and how you can start to take that power back now feel more clear get more clarity of course take control of your life and feel empowered because that's what we all should be empowered and strong and and capable of doing that so link in the description if you would like to reach out to either myself or kate you can do so our contact information is in this episode so go and check out the description and you will find us um if you have any questions or concerns as always reach out to us on facebook or through the website just alive tv.com go like and follow us on our very many platforms at just alive tv if you would like to be a guest speaker we're always looking for more guest speakers we're also looking for guest bloggers and if you would like to have a topic featured on the show something that you want to see featured even if you don't want to talk about it yourself absolutely reach out that is the whole point of the show giving you something to talk about we want to know what you want to hear about so uh let's get those conversations started all right I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye.